what's up guys welcome back to a new podcast episode of there's mascara on my pillow and i know that the lighting is not perfect we will start anyway so it's a friday evening a lot of people go out to eat on friday evenings so if you're one of those people who would already overthink going to the restaurant on monday and this video or podcast episode is for you or if you're just someone who overthinks if they will overeat on a daily basis their breakfast their lunch their dinner so i had been cheating disorder for years then i downloaded a lovely not lovely calorie tracker app a couple months ago and since then i've struggled with very restrictive eating so food is just always on my mind and there are some strategies i use to not obsess over it whether or not you're suffering from binge eating disorder or a restrictive form or something you know in the middle this video is helpful let's get to the first advice time windows so you will create time windows for when you can think about food when you are allowed to think about food so outside of like the normal planning of like okay what do you want to eat for lunch now you know so you will always only think about food if it's necessary in the moment you know and then besides that nothing you can have you can start with one time window let's say like 3 p.m or if you have 10 minutes to think about food or a look at like TikToks whatsoever about food um, and then slowly maybe even say okay only five minutes you know and then there's no time window at all and you also have to be very aware of your thoughts for this technique to work so we go back to mindfulness which is basically observing your thoughts right because if you don't know that you think these thoughts and you're you you know it's kind of like a cd playing in the background and you don't even notice like someone talking over you or something um then obviously you can't stop yourself and your inner food voice so the second thing is stop extrinsic circumstances that make you think of food my entire fyp on tiktok for you page would be full and just filled with these mukbangs and food videos recipe videos in the evening and i feel like the algorithm picked up on the fact that i would start to watch a lot of tiktoks in the evening about food because i would be very very hungry in the evening just if if you see these tiktoks just tap on not interested and that's hard because there's something so fulfilling about watching other people eat and cook and mukbang whatever but it will make you think about food so no not worth it third thing stop looking at the calories and adding them up it will leave you worried constantly rethinking every bite that is so crazy what that does to you and makes you think about food 24 7. so what i do now is i go to the fridge and literally today i actually made a tiktok about this <laughs> um i ate peas and fish 
together <laughs> as a snack. <laughs> and other people would be like, are you crazy? I am crazy. Yeah, I am. But I will just pick random things that sound good and I will add them and just not think about it. Okay. Obviously, there's some nutritional knowledge that also goes into this. If you want to know how to build a nutritious meal, look at my last episodes. I talked about this. Um, but like on that basis of like, okay, what's also the most nutritious? What's giving you protein, fats, whatsoever? I And what's the tastiest in this moment to me? I will pick, um, yeah, using this criteria. And random things <laughs> are being picked. Stop looking at the calories is not easy. You can honestly do the very same thing with time windows here when it comes to counting calories. You can be like, okay, we'll only look at the calories um, in the morning when it's like from a breakfast, but not in the evening. So start slow. The next point is very much uh, kind of the same. So if you track your calories and you weigh your food and you use an app for that and you can't immediately give that habit up because you've been doing it for so long and it, it's an obsession, you can weigh your food throughout the day. You can put it in your notes app, not the calorie app. So you know that you could calculate that, you could put that into your app maybe tomorrow or in the evening and then you can see what you ate how many calories you consumed throughout the day so you still feel like you have that control it's just more so about you know later well we're doing it later so what we're doing here is again creating kind of a time window for that activity and the crazy thing is because i'm doing this exact strategy right now how much it makes a difference okay you can you could check you know you, you could okay and maybe you can tomorrow or in the evening but just like not have the calorie app around throughout the day it is scary like the first day i did that i actually almost cried for various reasons and feelings more so but it's so worth it like you can feel the freedom come in like hi how you doing you know that tiktok sound next thing building self-trust through establishing a new healthy habit of listening to your situation and hunger if you can trust yourself that you won't overeat um you kind of let go of that thinking pattern that's like you need to weigh your food and you need to track your calories on that app otherwise you will consume too much food you know so learning how to not overeat you know that's very much a habit that comes with binge eating disorder if you want to know how to stop overeating because that's such a huge topic look at my last episodes i feel like i talked about a lot of different approaches so establishing the self-trust will help you not think about food, not track your food as much, you know, you, you can trust yourself. Say you live together with your friend and you come home and you're like, okay, I can trust Lisa. She definitely cleaned today. She She's always doing that, you know, create a pattern of not overeating. 
and um, you can be sure that this will continue and so you can be sure that probably also today you won't overeat either why would you you haven't in like three weeks or like even three days already built a lot of self-trust the sixth thing you've heard a lot not restricting and one thing to establish that because we like to you know black and white think and be like oh i ate one chocolate bar this can't be real i messed up how to make this food more normal and this is one strategy that really helped me like out of all strategies and tips and everything i've seen definitely one of the the most helpful things also a very like little habit that if i would have heard that i would have been like Ugh, uh, won't help anyways i mean that's such a big problem and that's such a such a small answer to such a big problem probably won't help right it does so let's say you want a chocolate bar what you're gonna do is you're gonna because that little chocolate bar is not gonna fill you up right you're gonna eat that with your lunch let's say you have a salad and fish and a chocolate bar <laughs> mixing up um healthy quote-unquote and unhealthy quote-unquote foods together eating them together not like mixing them i would not recommend that i feel like you will um not feel so good afterwards <laughs> i feel like that won't taste as good but that makes it so normal when you have trigger foods it it makes such a big difference because you associate these daily kind of meals that you have like salad fish meat or soy normal foods quote-unquote with quote-unquote abnormal or not good food foods okay let's say you always fight with this one person you can associate the person and fighting and and you're like yeah this will probably happen you know if i meet this person we'll probably fight so that's <laughs> so that's such a dumb analogy oh my god but you know where i'm coming from you start to associate two things i mean conditioning with like pavlo's dog and everything <laughs> so you're conditioning yourself being like ah, that's normal because you know restriction makes you think of that one food that you restrict on right so getting out of that restriction that's one way to approach that and then therefore you won't restrict therefore you won't think about food as much therefore you won't obsess over it so these are just some practical tips and i am as i said on this journey right now and the the saying letting go how <laughs> was it go again holding on is so much harder than letting go is so true at the same time letting go when it comes to an eating disorder a toxic habit an obsessive habit that you have it feels like you're losing control because you know it's all about control here with um restriction but the thing is, I'm starting to realize, dude, there was a time before I started tracking and weighing food and doing the most. There was a time before that, you know, in my binge eating recovery, where I started intuitively eating, picking out foods, you know, protein, fats, da da da, all the kind of knowledge in my head, choosing food that I liked in the moment, and that shit worked. I did not restrict. I ate like 
my trigger fruits i started to eat my trigger fruits and slowly approach them eat eat a chocolate bar instead of the whole chocolate you know go to the grocery store buy the small portion of it i started to do that and it became normal then i started calorie tracking and i fell into the restriction again so what i just want to say with that was um you know for me i experienced both ways of like intuitively eating quote-unquote what they call it like basically just binge eating recovery and then and then the very restrictive way and why is it so great for us to restrict you know because it sounds con- counterintuitive right because it gives you this insane feeling of control and i'm a person i like the dm control like <laughs> give me all the control um we like control because it means safety and that might might have been something that in the past we weren't able to have but we don't need to go back and heal our inner child for that eating thing okay we don't realizing that you have the control is one of the most powerful tools you can have and not only when it comes to binging when it comes to recovery of restrictive eating disorders it it, it is freedom in so many ways in so many areas of your life i can do this i don't need my my colleague for this project the money from my father for this project i can make my own money so really the answer to feeling like you're in control is actually establishing new habits establishing a binge free streak or let's say a streak of you know slow eating seeing small little changes that build self-trust that's how i did it in a healthy way before i started to drag my calories and that worked and i was very happy you will release weight naturally but the biggest benefit of this all honestly is to feel like you don't need anything else but yourself to be in control anyways guys um i'm sorry the lighting was so bad okay guys i hope you have a great sunday or a great evening week whatsoever and if you're listening to this and you're in a dark period of time in your life man look at all those people who made it out of it you know i heard eminem speak on juice world's new album and it's called eminem speaks maybe you should listen to it and he talks about his addiction uh drug addiction and how he got out of it and you know even though you feel like you're so alone with your binge eating disorder or with your eating disorder there's so many people suffering from it and so many people just in general suffering from mental health issues all over the world we're all one and even though we all suffer because of different reasons we feel very similar feelings of sadness hopelessness anger frustration these are the fine connections between us That's why we're all one, all one shared human experience. Have a good time whenever you're watching this. I'll see you next Sunday for another episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers.